0: Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough.
1: All right, welcome aboard. It's Friday night. It's after 7 o'clock. She's Christine Nicholas. I'm Kevin McCullough. And that means it's time to have some fun Friday on Radio Night Live. Hey, Christine.
2: Hey, Kevin McCullough, happy uh, fun Friday and also for many a three day weekend, you know, to celebrate the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. Very important, Uh, especially uh, maybe a learning opportunity for our kids and for uh, for so many who can see the legacy of Dr. King
1: yeah it's one of those holidays where i think it actually bears more merit than some of the other holidays that we yeah. that we have but particularly you know with school and stuff i was i was speaking with an education expert earlier today on my other show and um you know there's this i guess there's this pandemic of uh of absenteeism kind of since covid like there's one out of three students that are being absent more often than there were before covid na- nationwide and um I said, well, if you just took away, like, all of the crazy holidays, like, when I was a kid, we had, um, you had, like, the day after Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving Day, then we got Christmas Day, we got New Year's Day, and I think we got, like, two weeks for spring break. And that was about the extent of the school holidays. My kids, starting, you know, when they go back at the end of August, whatever it is, it's like every month they've got, like, three, five, seven days off each month, and you're like how do you get anything done if you're taking that much time off
2: well especially if you're going back at the end of august i mean in new york uh when they go back in september and you know 9 11 has been become um a day of of remembrance a day of service so a lot of times like if you're in that area um they'll give you that day off too but uh you know the, the schools are challenged to keep kids in for 180 days and but you have to you know respect and give to you know many of these holidays are very worthy and they use them as learning opportunities so it is challenging you know we we were expected to go to school i mean i think we don't end until june twenty-sixth this year and that's if it doesn't snow right? right so you know if it snows um you know we we all kind of were I have a couple Kids. more He's of those added on. days, but then they know they're going to get tacked on to the end of uh, the end of the summer. I mean, the end of the school year, which bites into their summer holidays. But um, yeah, but I think, you know, the MLK Day is incredibly important, I think, for people to remember and understand the importance of what Dr. King was, um, you know, what he what he was doing, what he tried to do and what people are still living in his legacy. One such gentleman who was by his side and I feel so honored and blessed to be working alongside a group called Spill the Honey, which is a black Jewish alliance. And it was um, founded by Sherry Rogers based in Detroit. And the chairman is Dr. Clarence Jones. And Dr. Jones was Martin Luther King Jr.'s speechwriter, attorney, and one of his dearest friends. And 60 years ago with the March on Washington, Dr. Clarence Jones, right here in New York City, not many people know this, he was a New Yorker. He drafted that speech, I have a dream, Mm. from Riverdale, from the Bronx, where he was living with his family, where Dr. Jones was living with his family. So um, fast forward, Dr. Jones is 93 years old, a spry 93. As chairman of Spill the Honey, he is coming to New York City. He's flying in tomorrow. And we are going with him to see Pearly Victorious, which is on Broadway, Oh wow! which is a play, a, a musical, that Dr. Martin Luther King attended. He attended the 100th performance of Pearly Victorious, and Dr. Jones helped set that up. Guess what, folks? This Saturday night is the 125th performance of Pearly
3: wow. Victorious,
2: and Dr. Jones will be in the audience, and he is so excited. Um, and they're going to, as they did for Dr. King, give him a cake uh, in backstage. That's, that's Yeah, the I coolest
1: mean, thing you've ever started the show with. That, that just beats <laughs> anything we've ever opened with before. That is so cool. Well, well um, and then you can
2: see him on TV on um, at the Knicks game. He's going to be presenting the game ball to the Knicks um, for the Martin Luther King game on monday and he's going to be on a mayor adams radio show which i i don't you know it's another station <laughs> although he's been a guest on our show yes but he has his show on sunday mornings and um dr jones is the honored guest this week with mayor adams so this is an exciting time for um for dr jones to sort of you know remind people of the legacy of martin luther king and one of it is the strong connection that jews and blacks had during the civil rights and um and just a quick story, when, before Dr. King was was in, um, when he was at Marshall Washington, the speaker right before him was Rabbi Joachim Prince, who was the chief rabbi in Berlin. He survived the Holocaust and he introduced Dr. King and he said, the greatest tragedy is silence. Yeah. Okay, that was his message. And Dr. Jones heard this backstage, he was blown away. And it was at that moment that he said, we have to make sure everybody knows the strength between those two groups. Um, and we see, it, we see the, the friction, the fissures right now with, you know, the communities and with look, if there's racism, if there's anti-Semitism, then there's all hate because it breeds hate no matter, you know, yeah. to other groups. So it's I one think of the reasons
1: why it's one of the reasons why, even though I disagree with the mayor on a bunch of policy stuff, his response to the, um, hamas attacks on 10-7 were just unifying beyond unifying and i was i was really impressed with mayor adams um and understanding the historical connection because it's not global the african american jewish alliance is not that's not a global connection that's a uniquely distinctly american connection that they have here and it stems from the jewish community standing with african americans On the March on Washington and having been together, you know, on the on the issue of civil rights ever since. So good stuff. Well, please report back next week on all the good things that you get to experience because that'll be that'll be fun to to revisit for sure. Now, speaking of fun, I don't know if it gets more fun than what we're going to talk about tonight, because if you want to have fun in the city. Yes. Girlfriend, we got it going on tonight. Explain <laughs> what we're going to talk about.
2: <laughs> we got the winter outing that uh, is coming up starting on Monday. And who better to explain the NYC Tourism's winter outing than the uh, vice president of NYC Tourism, Tiffany Townsend. I mean, she is the one that heads up all the communication. So we're really lucky to have her come back and tell us all of the wonderful discounts and deals that you can get on Broadway tickets, um, on hotels, on museums, attractions. And well, and
1: remembering there, right? that, you know, not long ago, it was just restaurant week where you could That's get it, the deal and right? whatever. Now you can get restaurants, hotels, uh, the the fine arts mm-hmm. uh, and Broadway and right. all of it uh, at a really incredible discounted rate. And it, I was telling somebody off air, if you're behind on seeing stuff for the Broadway season, perfect time to go do it. Because you get the two for one tickets and uh, you're off and running, so it's great, great, great. Well, we'll uh, we'll chat with her, and then a little bit later on, we've got Andrew Riggi coming back. What's he going to talk to us about?
2: Well, it's interesting because there's some um, movement on the uh, on the outdoor dining scene. You know, the city is supposed to um, make an announcement about where we stand on that. And as you know, because we had, I think Peter Madonia was one of our first guests up from Arthur Avenue. And if not for the outdoor dining scene, which I think Arthur Avenue may have been the first neighborhood, the first bid to really embrace it, and just about every restaurant (laughs) took over the lane of traffic, you know, and um, they made such a beautiful dining destination. It was always a dining destination, Arthur Avenue. but. Just the way they decorated it outdoors and made it almost like a piazza. Right. So that was a lot of fun. So, our, uh, so Andrew's going to join us and give us an update on where we stand with them.
1: Sounds good. Uh, and then, of course, oh. before we're done, Christine will have tips for your weekend. So, stick around. It's Radio Night Live. sunrise rotary is hosting its first ever dinner and comedy night on january 26 at visitations church hall located at 234 north fairview avenue in paramus new jersey a six excellent comedian lineup that will be performing all family friendly material food provided by the excellent dr catering along with soft drinks and if you like byob for your adult beverages all proceeds supporting CF Limitless, a wonderful organization providing scholarships to college-age students living with cystic fibrosis. So come and join the Paramus Sunrise Rotary and DR Catering at Visitation Church Hall in Paramus, New Jersey, on January 26th at 6.30 for dinner and Great Comedy starting at 7.30. All for the great price of only $45. Buy your tickets now at linkpages.pro backslash Paramus Comedy 2024. That's linkpages.pro backslash Paramus Comedy 2024. See you there on January 26th at 630.
4: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. It's
5: getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to christianheadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com.
4: Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to, Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. This is my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names, and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media.
0: Tap into our big names to help grow your business.
6: To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639.
7: Two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is seventy nine ninety eight for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Tweet us on
0: Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970. TheAnswer.com.
4: Listen to us online at AM 970. TheAnswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Hugh Hewitt says it's time to get your feet wet.
7: I'm going to urge you to do one thing repeatedly today. Google the county in which you live and Republican Party and get involved. They need poll workers, they need door knockers, they need people who make phone calls, they need people who send text messages, get involved at the local level.
0: The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6, on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts, tell it like it is, no safe spaces here, AM 970, The Answer.
3: Ooh. What a little moonlight can do.
0: It's Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin
8: McCullough.
0: All right, welcome back. It
1: is Radio Night Live for a Friday. And, Christine, this is one of our favorite times of the year because if you want to know what New York's like, this is the time to go get tickets and experience it.
2: It is. You know, it's also the time that you can walk around the city and uh, you can get around a little bit easier. Things are on sale. Um, And the best way to access all of the wonderful things that you can do experience in New York City uh, would be with our good friends at NYC Tourism and Convention. And one of our amazing friends. Happy to welcome back. One year ago today, Tiffany Townsend. Oh wow! NYC, is it really <laughs> one Look year ago tonight? Yes, you were with us for the I first time. It. So welcome I back, and it. let's. Uh, it's good let's to Let's dive back. right in. <laughs> you got uh, NYC winter outing that is starting. Uh, which is seems bigger and better, and it's just growing. I'm so proud of the folks at NYC Tourism. I mean, it's, look, it was, it was great when I was there, but Fred and his team, they've just made it better. And that is, I think, the best tribute ever. So, yeah. Tiffany, and you're a big part of that, but give our listeners a taste of what they can expect for uh,
8: this year's winter outing it's lots of great deals all across the city so uh for those listeners who are tuning in that may not be familiar with winter outing that is really the big winter program um great deals great values all across the city and what that means that is restaurant week with special pricing for lunches and dinners um for three courses 30 45 and 60 dollars that is special rates for hotel week which is 24 percent off standard room rates that means uh, Two for one tickets for must see week Across arts and cultural attractions And tours and that means Two for one tickets of Broadway week And we have 23 of 26 shows participating So uh, January, February Typically the slow season Christina, as you were saying but it's often the best Season if you're really looking to, to maximize your Budget and really get like squeeze all That you can out of this city like this is The moment to do it Yeah you know, no joke
1: put, if, you're, if you're behind On your Broadway viewing this is the time of year to catch up because you can do it better than any other time
8: totally and it's like you know i i think during the winter it's easy to sort of want to stay home and 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 sit on the couch but like this is this is actually a great time to do all that stuff and just like come out um and just in, enjoy the city
2: and stay inside by going out i mean what better way to enjoy something other than your couch right <laughs> And get exactly. kind of comfy <laughs> but you'll stay warm in a broadway theater you'll stay warm in an attraction in a museum it's not just theaters it's also you've got this must see week right a two-for-one tickets with must see week tell us a bit about that because i know we tend to we tend to gravitate towards the theaters a lot but tell us a little bit more about what else new yorkers can do
8: yeah and must see week um it's so you uh, arts and cultural attractions you have tours um so you thinking about um, Alvin Ailey, jazz at lincoln center moma museum of broadway museum of the moving image so again really across all five boroughs there there's opportunities um and it's just another another way to sort of experience the city of course indoors enjoying the indoors um but really getting you into all you know attractions museums Um, Anybody who's interested in taking uh, a cultural approach, shall we say, to to enjoying the city, this is a great deal, and this also only runs once per year. So again, this is the moment to do it. Broadway Week and and Restaurant Week—it's wonderful. We also have it two times a year, so you get two bites of the apple. And there's always different. um, There's always a different mix of uh, a show of shows that are participating, and different mix of restaurants that are participating. But this is a great moment in time to do all of that. You know, all of those exciting indoor. uh exhibits uh and and performances across the city
2: and if they want to go to one of the amazing uh, museums or performances that you mentioned um is there a code that they have to put in do they go do they go to the nyc tourism website or what if they went on the alvin alley or the carnegie hall or metropolitan opera tell us how you navigate this easily
8: the easiest way is to go to nyctourism.com because that will bring you to the main page that will tell you all about what the different offers are and then can you can sort of from there pick you know go and select what you Would like to see from Must See week really Also go to the restaurant week section you can also Check out a lot of the menus you can sort Things you can okay. filter if you know you want something that's Very classic New York like Going to Gage and Tolan or something along That line or you want something that's a little new And you want to go to Iris or something like that in midtown Which I love because it's right around the corner from our Office so those that's that's a Really great way to sort of start Your planning um, you may want To take your experience neighborhood by Neighborhood and figure out sort of like a midtown itinerary for yourself that's what i always recommend to people um so that that's a good place to kind of get you um oriented and also if you need other information about the city that's why it's also a good reason to go and and start with our website because then you can also dip into even just sort of logistical information if you're thinking about if you're driving and you're taking the train and where do i park if i get out of grand central how do, where do I go from there? Or if I'm coming in from, um, from Penn station, where do I go, right? And so um, just, a, it's a good resource for you to get all the information you need to plan your trip.
2: Well, and also um, if you don't want to navigate that much, right, and you don't want to go into Penn station or Grand Central, you can stay in the city. You also have yeah. this amazing tool to encourage people. Why should the tourists have all the fun? You can stay
8: in a hotel. Make it a staycation, right? Make it a weekend. It's a girls' weekend. It's a couples' weekend. What do you want? You know what? Go alone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that's great. My self
1: weekend. That's what it's it is.
8: Exactly. Treat yourself weekend. This is great. So that's what we love about Hotel Week. So it's a it's a great deal. I mean, during the January February season, typically um, you find great rates, and the Hotel Week just makes it that much better. It just it's an even better offer. And so we're now at over about 160 hotels. I think we're at 164 hotels. Again, all across all five boroughs, and really across the whole sort of breadth of hotels that you want to pick from. So, the plazas in the program, and the Lote palace Palaces in the program, and. Um, the hotel indigo and in Flushing is in the program and the Opera House Hotel which recently opened the Wall Street Hotel which also recently opened so you really have a lot to choose from so do you want the Le- uh, lumernia on Fifth Avenue which is also new it's it's re- it's a really fantastic selection so I say treat yourself and maybe treat somebody else in the process
1: <laughs> we're speaking yes. with Tiffany Townsend from the uh, NYC tourism um, organization and doing a great job Tiffany'm I'm, I'm always curious when we uh, talk with people on kind of an annual basis or we have you back on a regular uh, basis. What is the kind of heartbeat of tourism in New York this year? How are we doing on on people being here, especially as we kind of continue to bookmark 2019 and see what has happened in the interim? Does it are we fully back uh, from, from where you guys kind of measure and see, or are we not quite there? Maybe a little bit better. Where do we stand?
8: we're not not fully back but we're close. I would say we are as of the end of last year, as of the end of 2023, we're about 93% recovered in terms of overall visitation. So we had almost 62 million visitors last year. When you put that in perspective, into perspective, we had in 2019 an all-time record high of about 66.6 uh, million visitors. And so How that breaks down is um, about a little over 51 million visitors domestically from around the country and nearly 11 million visitors from overseas um, for last year. And then for next year, we're forecasting about almost 60 about 64 million um, visitors. So we we are close and things are things are continuing. uh, You're continuing to see growth. And I think anybody who may have visited the city during the holiday season absolutely felt that it was bustling.
1: And of course, we're talking tonight largely to people that are in the uh, collar areas that should be coming and participating. I've heard that that's been some of the struggle to get some of the, the low hanging fruit back into the city. Uh, winter outing is a perfect time to do it, friends. So go to nyctourism.com and check out the winter outing. thing backslash that winter outing, and it'll take you right there. We're coming back from New York. Don't go away. With well,
4: us, our i sign, Keith Peters
6: reporting from his hospital room. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin first orchestrated and then watched in real time as the U.S. retaliatory attack on Yemen-based Houthi militants unfolded Thursday night. It was the latest in a series of responsibilities Austin has carried out from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, where he's been recovering from complications due to treatments for prostate cancer that he initially did not disclose. On Friday, President Biden said it was a lapse in judgment for Austin to keep his hospitalization a secret, but said he still has confidence in the Pentagon chief. But some politicians in both parties are not happy with the incident and want to see him dismissed. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 118 points, the Nasdaq rose 2, the S&P advanced 3. More details at SRNNews.com. Syracuse and North Carolina clash in Chapel Hill Saturday with the Orange still in search of their first-ever win at
1: the Dean Dome. Orange pregame, Saturday, 1130 a.m. Tip-off at noon on AM 970, the answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball.
0: Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching Dr. Sebastian Gorka here, inviting you to follow me on a cruise to Alaska this 4th of July weekend. It will be the adventure of a lifetime. Reserve your cabin today. Call 855-565-5519 or PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com.
4: Listen to us online at AM970TheAnswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com.
6: Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts, all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go.
1: You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. (laughs) So tune in. Eye on Real Estate Saturdays at ten on AM nine seventy, the answer. That's I on real estate. Saturday mornings at ten o'clock on
7: AM nine
0: seventy, the answer. Call in to the Joe Piscopo show
7: and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boker Tom.
5: Your show is. In my opinion, the great American story, Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. And everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo.
0: Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough.
1: And welcome back. It's the Friday edition of Radio Night Live. She's Christine Nicholas. I'm Kevin McCullough. And our very special guest is Tiffany Townsend. Uh, She was with us, believe it or not, one year ago to the day, uh, this very night. How did that work out that Fridays ended up in back-to-back years? i got to ask AB about that, Christine, because I would have figured it would have been like one night off one way or the other but but tiffany it's good to see you good to have you back we talked about must see we talked about broadway we talked about um you know the two for one uh one of my favorite aspects of the winter outing is the food so what are we looking at in terms of the buffet of offerings that we're getting this year (laughs)
8: uh it is it is truly it's truly a little bit of everything um then that and that's the best part i mean we had over 600 restaurants. So when I say that there is something for everybody, there's something for everybody. Um, I think the program is now we're over 30 years old. We're the first and largest in the country. And uh, we're it just it continues to get better. Well, And, and the
1: I truth is, it was the food sector that kind of got all yeah. these others to pay attention and go, hey, we should be doing something like that.
8: Yeah, I think so. I think it's an excellent model for um industries you're right coming together and and really coming to create a great offer that that people are going to grab hold of and people really look forward to restaurant week every year and they plan around it every year or i should say twice a year not a bad plan at all Uh, um for the winter
2: you know what i love about winter i'm just going to jump in here kevin go ahead one of the things look winter outing is amazing but you do have to do a little planning for some of the things like the broadway shows like the museums like and the hotels obviously but for winter restaurant week, you can basically make a reservation. You don't need a code. You don't need to tell them really that you're going for winter restaurant week and you can show up and they will... Sometimes you need to ask for the winter restaurant week menu. If they don't, they will give it to you. It, you know, it's it, it's probably just a, a, a simple mistake. <laughs> Maybe they're busy <laughs> or whatnot. Uh, but so many of these restaurants um have gotten behind this program they love it and but it's just this one you can think about it the last minute now chances are if you want to go to the top top restaurants in new york city that you're offering you do need to make a reservation in advance because they sell out quickly but for the most part with 600 restaurants chances are you can decide that morning or or just walk in and you're going to get an amazing meal by some of the greatest chefs in the world uh, for a really amazing
8: price. Yeah, and I think that that's that's really great advice. I think with anything, if it's something you really want to do, book it in advance. Don't wait, right? Just right. just go ahead and, and 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 make that reservation. But I think you're right that uh if there it, there's still a lot of flexibility, you can just kind of Walk on and and decide and 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 walk right in and so um, you know the 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 program also has a lot of appeal for that for that very perspective for for that very example. Um, you know, it, look, it's something I do as well, too. You know, it's Friday night. You don't want to cook. Let's let's go out. <laughs> let's go out. And if you're coming in, you know, you don't have to decide right away. So I think it's you know, it continues to be a great value. And we're always looking for ways to think about how we can also innovate on the program and like really keep it fresh. You know, I think originally we we didn't have weekends we didn't always have brunch um we didn't always have three price points christine obviously you know this because you 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 know ushered in this burger probably more times than you care to remember it right? started
2: with just lunch that was, <laughs> it was it. just, lunch. With just lunch, so. it was one price it was three courses that was it take it or leave it
8: <laughs> right that was it and now now there's like there's there's just there's there's so much so it's Um, so it's, it's really wonderful. And and also, you know, even during the, the darkest days of the pandemic, we found ways to, to keep the program alive, right. And also bring in new restaurants in the process. And I think that that's really great. And that's, you know, so much of the reason why we do this is the, you know, New York is all about food. It is, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's the dining capital, right? I mean, just, just everything that you have to choose from. And so, um, this is, this is our way into, supporting and really loving that industry and loving something that is that is core to new york which is amazing food well, so you'll if see me at a perry are... bar <laughs> that's where i'll be <laughs>
1: <laughs> well if people are smart um you you take the combined strength of all of these programs and you use them together so you get your hotel you get your show tickets you uh you get your other attraction you get your restaurant reservations you save a ton of money and you're helping us in one of the most important uh, sections of the year. And I might add, Christine, it's not going to be nearly as bad here as it's going to be in Kansas City, where they're playing the uh, football playoff game uh, uh, this weekend, and then you've got the uh, Iowa caucuses in Iowa on Monday night. It's going to be ne- negative five degrees right there in the Midwest. We- we've at least got temperatures above freezing forecasted for the next year. I, I mean, next week. So get out there and uh, and enjoy it. And it, you, where you start is very simple. NYCTourism.com backslash winter outing. They You've got all the different uh, sections linked. It's super easy to kind of scroll through what's being offered and set up your itinerary. Make make yourself a tourist again in the world's greatest uh, city to go see and enjoy and uh, check it out. Tiffany Townsend, thanks for doing such a good job. Thanks for being with us tonight.
8: Always great to see you guys. You got it. All right, Tiffany, we'll
2: see you at Ferry Bar. Is that right? That's what she
1: said. I'm buying the (laughs) Negronis.
2: (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: uh, Coming right back. It's Radio Night Live. Stay here.
0: Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, on the Patriots Alaska Cruise this summer. It's an incredible opportunity to engage with me and other like-minded patriots on an epic 7-day cruise over Fourth of July weekend. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. What could be better? Join me from June 29th to July 6th. Call 855 855- 565-5519 or reserve
4: online. PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. This is my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media.
0: Tap into our big names to help grow your business.
4: To find out more about it,
6: reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639.
7: two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code JOEP to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets.
0: Katz, and Cosby. Weeknights at 5
4: on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
0: This is Sam Bolino from the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Heard weeknights at 6 here on AM 970 The Answer.
1: And this week, Arthur celebrated two years on the air with us. And we have put
0: together a special highlight show from those two years. So make sure to tune in tomorrow night at 7 for this special broadcast on AM 970 The Answer.
4: Feel
2: like you're trying to push a boulder uphill, wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be.
7: If you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you, Google Salem Surround New York. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today.
6: Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts, all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go.
0: America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. And welcome back. Uh, we've, we've been
1: talking about New York Restaurant Week and New York Winter Outing and... Um, Always love, Christine, all of the activity. And it seemed, I'm reminded, you know, we rolled over the new year. You immediately had the Golden Globes. There's all kind of award shows. It's like the start of everything is starting up again. And that's where our next uh, guest comes in because he kind of continues on that theme tonight. Why don't you reintroduce Mr. Riggy for us?
2: Well, a uh, good friend of uh, Radio Night Live, Andrew Riggy, is the executive director of the New York City Hospitality Alliance. I, and this is the association that represents restaurants and nightlife and uh, all the venues throughout all five boroughs um, he was on the front line during COVID to fight to get the restaurants um, to be able to stay open through outdoor dining, and uh, he still is a which saved
1: leader. their lunches yes. seriously. And yeah. Like you, you're not <laughs> able. To, we would have we we would have decimated uh, New York. I mean, we did to some degree anyway. But we would have they would have been yeah. completely decimated had his efforts not been successful.
2: Well, Andrew had a lot to do with that. So um, happy to welcome welcome you back, Andrew. And the timing uh couldn't be better because i know that there's a lot of news that's happening out there about the outdoor dining andrew give us a give us an update on what's going on
9: absolutely well thanks for having me back and we are waiting patiently we hope and anticipate by the end of this month the city uh through the department of transportation is going to publish the final rule for outdoor dining that means that all the guidelines and All the specifics about how restaurants can apply, when they can apply, particularly what the roadway dining structures can look like, what they can't look like, is all going to be final. Um, So we are waiting. And then in early February, I anticipate the portal for restaurants to begin applying for the permanent outdoor dining program is going to open up. So it's going to be a busy couple of weeks once that happens, and then I Anticipate. I mean, over the next year, as the transition happens, uh, there's going to be lots of news and a lot to pay attention to and a lot of great alfresco meals to be had.
1: Andrew, let me ask you um, kind of a nuts and bolts question to this. Sure. Um, uh, What are the pros and cons to a restaurant keeping an outdoor space now versus going back to operations the way they were prior to uh, the covid and the need for it? and what has been the kind of absorption or the cost or the impact on neighborhoods where it happened because obviously you you do give up some parking spots there's other things that kind of like get adjusted when that outdoor d- dining expanded but what's the, what 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 is your thinking about what the 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 final equation looks like
9: sure well i like what you said some of them were like you know in- indoor dining, outdoors. What I would say is the permanent program is going to be outdoor dining, outdoor dining, not you know indoor dining in the roadway. Um, but
1: we're so we're done sidewalk- with the wood sheds And the in the plastic uh, tarps over the over the window areas of the wood sheds. Those are
9: gone. Correct. The sidewalk cafes will go back to what sidewalk cafes look like before the pandemic. The roadway dining is going to be much more outdoor dining. So all the fully or almost fully enclosed wooden structures on the streets are going to be gone. And they're going to be replaced with something that I think is going to be more standardized. You know, while there's some real beautiful outdoor dining out there, there are some of these shacks that need to come down. So they'll be gone. The roadway dining is going to be more of like platforms, uh, barriers with platforms. Planters in there, uh, canopies, nice umbrellas. I think they're going to be really beautiful. I've seen some prototypes of what folks are thinking about doing, but they're not going to be those fully enclosed um, structures any longer.
2: Well, you know, I have to just remind and, and Andrew, you know, before COVID, you said it would be much more like uh, before COVID with the outdoor dining, um, you know, the sidewalk cafes, but you know, having worked in city hall, I can remember that many times restaurants wanted to expand their outdoor dining. And there was always this sort of like, you know, uh, push and and pull with the department of consumer affairs and the department, like it wasn't just DOT, it was a number of uh, city agencies. And it seems like the outdoor dining with the sidewalks expanded a great deal as well. So I just want to be clear and ask your question, You know, ask your point of view here. Will it still be big, you know, the way it was during COVID with the expanded sidewalk cafes? Or when you say it will be before COVID, is it going to shrink down where they can only have like 10 tables?
9: So you're only going to be able to use the frontage of the restaurant uh during the pandemic some places were using like the adjacent space whether it was a residential building or another store uh, or another area that is going to be limited but the big thing that's going to happen and just to put in perspective before the pandemic there was about say 1200 licensed sidewalk cafes in new york city the vast majority of them were located south of 96th street in manhattan One of the things that happened was we got rid of the zoning restrictions. So actually, sidewalk cafes before the pandemic were severely restricted in where they could even be. So you had neighborhoods across the five boroughs where a restaurant, even if they wanted to get a sidewalk cafe, were prohibited. As part of the new program, those restrictions have been removed. So... A lot of neighborhoods and a lot of restaurants will now be able to have outdoor dining. So it's a much more fair program, a much more inclusive program for neighborhoods and restaurants across the five boroughs. So they don't have to like, you know, go to the village if they want to dine al fresco. So I think you're going to see the sidewalk cafes in a lot more areas. It will have a lot more bureaucracy than the emergency program had because that was able to cut through the red tape because of these emergency orders that are being issued by the mayor but there's gonna be a lot less red tape and bureaucracy for restaurants to apply than there were, was before the pandemic. So ultimately the permanent program's going to cost a lot less money for small restaurants. It's not gonna be cost prohibitive like it used to be. The process to get a sidewalk cafe or roadway dining will be faster and you'll be able to have them in many more neighborhoods than you could before covid so all in all it's a much better program than we ever had and it will have this new permanent roadway dining feature which uh you know is really great for people that love it and on the parking question because that always comes up to put in perspective um the outdoor dining program during its height of the pandemic uh, only used up about half of one percent Of Total parking spots Across the five boroughs So Yes it was concentrated More in some neighborhoods But You know Between the number of restaurants It saved The jobs it created And places that it allowed New Yorkers and visitors to eat Uh in my opinion, we get so much more than we lose from that half a percent of parking spots.
1: Well, that's good. No. And that's that's well said. Hey, Andrew, Ruggie, we thank you for your time and your good efforts here in keeping uh, the alfresco uh,
9: atmosphere alive in our great city. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thank you. And hopefully we'll all be able to enjoy a meal fresco sometime soon. No, that sounds like fun. <laughs>
1: that's it. All right. Coming right back from New York. Stay here. you need to listen to i on real estate Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie herman why because she is the best period <laughs> so tune in i on real estate saturdays at 10 on am 970 the answer that's i on real estate saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on am 970 the answer
3: this is carol platley bell for townhall.com claudine gay has now stepped down as harvard's president though she still will collect the same hefty nine hundred thousand dollar salary Attempting to salvage Gay's reputation, her supporters have accused her critics of hypocrisy. They argue Claudine Gay's detractors attributed her promotion to her race and gender and now are using her ouster to undermine DEI efforts. The claim is just projection. It's Gay's supporters who are guilty of race-conscious behavior. When Gay was named president of Harvard, it was her fans who emphasized her sex and color. She was forced out for reasons having nothing to do with either. Gay's fans charged that her critics want a world where she can't win because of her immutable characteristics. Actually, they want one where she can't lose because of them. Either would be noxious, discounting individual choices and abilities in favor of stereotypes and group rights. That's not the American way.
0: This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com.
4: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
0: Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970 The Answer. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough.
1: And welcome back. Final few minutes of Radio Night Live for your week. Always pleased to have you with us. Always so thankful for the good work of Ilana and AB and all the support people. But, uh, Christine, so much fun to end the week with you because we we get to not just hear about the cool stuff that's going on, but then you give us a list of things that we can actually go out and do this weekend. So what's on the list?
2: Well, we try, Kevin. We try. Well, I want to thank Tiffany Towson from NYC Tourism and Conventions for joining us this evening, uh, you know, because she really did. Bring to the table a whole lot. And speaking of that table, that is going to be on a discount. You can have the prefix fine dining $30, $45, or $60, depending on what you uh, prefer at Winter Restaurant Week, in addition to uh, Broadway Week and uh, the attractions and the hotel week. So for all of the information that you need in order to book your trip, go to nyctourism.com backslash outing. And also thanks to Andrew Riggi. We appreciate your uh, giving us that heads up about the uh, outdoor dining. It's hard to think about outdoor dining right now when it's uh, freezing cold, but it's going to spring will be here before you know it. Um, And for those celebrating, we all should be celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. There are events in New York City that are open to all. Um, There is the uh, Jackie Robinson Museum. They will be paying honor of the legacy of Dr. King. Um, You can go on a special guided tour um, about Dr. King. Um, there's also many artifacts. Uh, so if you want more information on that, just go to JackieRobinsonMuseum.org uh, or just pop in. It's at 75 Varrick Street. It's open at 12 o'clock on Monday. Martin Luther King Day Um, and tickets are $18 so quite affordable and it's really a terrific museum. Uh, There's also at the Brooklyn Academy of Music it'll host the 38th annual uh, Brooklyn tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King and uh, attendees of the free event will come together to celebrate Dr. King's life and mission with uplifting performances by uh, Sing Harlem. It's a wonderful celebration. They'll also be screening the new movie Rustin. Um, the uh, story of the civil rights activist, Baynard Rustin, um, and uh, you can get more information about the Brooklyn Academy of Music at www.bam.org. Um, and then also we have um, coming up, it's going to be Women's History Month in March, but don't wait until March. The Met has a wonderful exhibit called Women Dressing Women Exhibit at the Met. Um, And this this showcases 80 garments by 70 makers from uh, couture gowns, um, political statements, outfits. The exhibition was curated by the Costume uh, Institute, and it's all on view at the Met through March 3rd. So you actually have to go before Women's History Month, so you got to go now (laughs) because it ends on March 3rd. But I'm hearing great things about it. Um, I haven't been there yet. A.B. and I have been meaning to go. So we're gonna put it on our calendars but uh, for more information go to the metmuseum.org and of course everybody knows that the Met is on Fifth Avenue and 81st Street so so many wonderful things to do and a great place to stay warm <laughs> so yeah um yeah you know, well you you events, girls
1: go knock yourself out looking at the dresses of the women and the dress the women <laughs> thing because uh, I'll be I'll be watching playoff football this weekend of but, course uh, you
2: will be staying warm watching football and you know <laughs> in, that's in your the coffee couch. Yeah. I get it I get it.
1: <laughs> Well, it's uh, what a great show, and uh, again, thanks to our guests, uh, Andrew and Tiffany and um, friends. I hope that you'll just make plans to be with us every Friday because this is what Friday is all about. We we love to brag on our city. We love to talk about all the cool things that are going on, and then we love to give you ways to uh, interact with it and to enjoy it. Uh, that's it for this week. I'm Kevin McCullough. She's Christy Nicholas, and we'll see you again next time.
2: Happy Friday.